to start recording and we can just talk. Basically what we want to know is uh, what what you feel you gained from the practice. Mm. Uh, what What's different now that you finished the course mm. from your feeling before you came, mm. when you started the course or before you started the course? Mm. Well, um, it's a, a lot of things changed actually. Um, you know, before I came here, well, actually, the reasons why I came here is because I was usually feeling anxious, and it wasn't it wasn't sort of like strong anxious. I knew that there was a subtle sense of underlying anxiety inside of me, and there are bouts of um, feelings of anger and depression. You know, things that people usually feel, but I wasn't really okay with it. I, I realized that um, I wasn't going to live a life where I just had to cope with things constantly. I wanted to be not to cope with those things. I wanted to live and coexist peacefully with my emotions. I didn't want to view them as if I was against them or as if they were some sort of enemy. Um, so, um, you know, I came here to meditate and, and um, one of the things that one of the major things that changed me was that the fact that I couldn't do anything, which is basically I didn't. I that was the hardest thing that I have ever done, ironically speaking, that I to do nothing, because at home you you have all these things that you can do. Uh, you know, you you go to school, you go to work, you do volunteer, you hang out with friends. At, at home, you you know you you have your computer, and basically that that takes away everything. Uh, and, and, and you have all these sort of sorts of distractions and so when you have emotional problems you don't really have the time or have the attention to really scrutinize them in a way to really confront them and see what they really are in their truest nature and so when you come here that's the reason why it's so difficult to, for me to do nothing was that I had all these emotions all, all of these negative thoughts that I never thought, uh, you know, I, I never knew that they were so serious. I never knew that they were that um, um, extreme, in a sense. And so, you know, you, you spend time here, and, and, and sometimes they come up, sometimes they go. But the thing you realize is that you start to adapt to this certain kind of environment. You adapt um, to the fact that since that there's nothing you can do, you might as well be okay with it. I think that's, that's the biggest thing that I learned here, is that once you have absolutely no distractions, nothing to take, take you away from what's, you know, the raw form of, of yourself, and, and you really start to confront who you are as a person, you, you start to realize there's nothing really bad about it. You know, I, I realized I don't know why I was running away from them. I honestly, I don't know why I was trying to um, distract myself, you know, clinging on to positive thoughts, clinging on to positive emotions and experiences so that I, I don't have to experience those negative ones. You know, since I came here, I realized, you know, I mean, in meditation, I've sat through some of my worst emotions and thoughts ever. Just, just feelings of shame and guilt 
and sadness and anger and extreme like panic attacks. I wanted to just just like punch a wall or, or do something. Um, many times I wanted to, to run away to home and, and just, you know, um, distract myself again. But you can do that and that's one of the best things. Uh, but you sit through them eventually and you realize that I'm still here. That despite the suffering that you go through, uh, despite the discomfort and negativity that you experience, uh, you're still here. And you take a look around you, reality is still here. Reality hasn't changed. All that has changed is what's inside of you. Inside of you, it constantly fluctuates. And, and so you learn to be mindful. And you learn to let go, really you realize that your emotions and, and your thoughts are not really there to they're not really that they're not really that harmful whether they're good or not they're just natural they're 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 like nature they're like the weather as i was thinking the other day sometimes it rains sometimes it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to get upset every single time it, you, you you're in the rain you can just go outside and say oh, it's raining so what tomorrow it might be sunny or not doesn't matter. You just enjoy the moment, you know. And uh, so, so that's that's one of the biggest things that I've ever learned. Um, and and it made me uh, have this sense of fearlessness that I could go into several situations um, that I wasn't able to before because I was afraid of the thoughts that that the thoughts and emotions that uh, that would generate. I was in those experiences and situations. But now, since I've spent so many days realizing the fact that my emotions fluctuate, and the worst way to deal with them is to cling on to positive experiences and to, 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 to avoid negative ones, because it, ultimately you can't really control them. You can't control your thoughts, you can't control your emotions. They're just, uh, they're just a part of whatever is happening. I don't know whatever really is happening. Sometimes. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm moody, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I feel anxiety, sometimes I'm not. But the content of those things, I don't, it's, it's irrelevant. That's what I've learned. It's, it's it, it, you know, you start to realize there, there are certain actions that, that, that you make. But the content of those things, they're just, they're sort of an illusion that you create for yourself. You know, you, everyone has stories and, 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 and histories and dramas about their lives but they're not part of reality that's that's what I've learned uh, you know and it's just it's all it, it's about it's, it's like what I was saying that it, it fluctuates whatever's inside it fluctuates it changes but whatever's outside it's it's still there uh, and what and you, and you realize that and as you become more mindful you start to realize that, oh, I'm just thinking. I'm just feeling things. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Uh, well, well, it matters because you want to sort of gravitate towards the peacefulness. But you, you do so in a way that you, nat you just naturally gravitate towards peacefulness as you, as you don't become involved in the thoughts and emotions, especially the contents of them and the details of them.
um, and 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 uh, it's it's really and another thing that I learned here was that you know before before I arrived here I was I was thinking to myself well I'm going on a spiritual journey to achieve happiness to get it uh, you know I'm so proud of myself <laughs> wanting to do so and I came here and uh, that's one of the biggest hindrances that that blocked my path for getting or not getting but 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 just simply being with happiness being with peacefulness is that I wanted to get it I wanted to obtain it like I want it it's like it's like a it's like an item you know it's like I have my education I have my family I have my happiness that's how I viewed it and, and it's it it doesn't work out that way it never works out that way and uh, happiness is uh, happiness is not I don't think, you know, once you get on the pursuit of happiness, happiness is not in your reach anymore. Um, I think it's once you, you start to begin to be open to your suffering, when you become open to your negativity, that when you're not afraid anymore, when you're not trying to avoid these kind of situations and only try to get these ones, like happiness, um, it's when you're it's when you embrace all sorts of experiences once when, when, when you realize that all experiences are just basically experiences they're basically phenomena and then that's when you that's when you experience a sense of peacefulness that's when you because you know when I was trying to meditate I was always telling myself you have to get to a state, a, 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 a specific meditative state. You have to do that. <laughs> then you can experience happiness. Because then, if you don't get into meditative state, you don't get wisdom. If you don't get wisdom, you don't know what's, what's really going on. You don't realize things that you came here. You wasted your time. And that, that, was, that was an obstacle. That, that's why I couldn't do it for so long. And uh, it's when I realized that I, I can't, I can't, control everything anymore. I can't dominate. I just have to be. That you start to realize that peacefulness just arises naturally. That you're okay. That even if you feel anxiety, even if you feel anger, sadness, there's a sense of peacefulness in terms of I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's like you're you're okay and you're not it's it's also like a form of detachment from your emotions you just feel it but you're not you're not actually there to to you know to be resistant of it um, you accept it it's it's like it's like you accept a friend who's sad you don't try to push it push her away just you you accept another person and I was you know I, I realized this before you it's always easier to accept one someone else than to accept yourself so when you become mindful you view your emotions as something that's not part of yourself and I think that's why it's so easy to accept them it's because once they're not part of yourself you can just see them for who they are you can give compassion to them embrace them be open to them whatever but it's it's much more easier to just um, 
let go of that personal connection, but just to realize that they're just natural. I mean, we're all human beings, we experience emotions, you can't be peaceful all the time. And uh, once you accept that, you can be peaceful. <laughs> I think that's, that's the irony behind that. But, um, yeah, but it took, it took me a lot of patience, which is another thing that I learned. A lot of patience. Uh, you know, in the first few days, Yutadamo told me that patience is your best friend. Apparently, I was too impatient to listen to his advice. But over time, you, you, there's nothing you can do. You have to be patient. Uh, and, and to be honest, the conditions here are not the best conditions. <laughs> I was living in a cave. Uh, lots of mosquitoes. Um, sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm whining, which I am, but because I, I was brought up in modern... Um, more developed countries, so I was not used to it. But but it's it's because of those annoyances that that you start to adapt to certain situations that made you that you force yourself to be more patient. Otherwise, you can't survive. You know, I think naturally your mind just is sort of it it tries to be more peaceful. And uh, you know, in, in whatever situation. Because that's that's the way that you have to survive, and um, and so as a result, you just learn to you learn to be okay. You learn to not to slap your yourself in the face over and over and over again. Because you 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 can see it clearly, and you didn't realize that before because you never had the time to observe it. Uh, but now you have the time to observe it to actually sit down and train your mind and sharpen your mind and let you make your mind see things more clearly you start to see links between thoughts and emotions and between things that's going on internally and you can see so clearly that when something happens and when you think about something it's literally like you're slapping yourself in the face and that's that's and 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 you know in 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 times outside of of meditation you do something bad like you trip on the ground and you slap yourself, you literally slap yourself in the face. Nobody would do that. Why would you do that? You might get angry, but people don't know that being angry is, is, is like, it's hurting yourself. It's, it's hurting your own mind. It's like hurting yourself physically. But I think it's even worse because hurting your mind, it's, it's, it's your well-being. It's everything that is it's your existence. Everything outside of your mind is just, it's just sort of a, an environment. And, uh, so yeah, so once you sort of, and, and that's how I really start to be okay with my emotions, is that you start, you start to realize how to be kind to yourself. You start to realize how to um, just accept things, accept yourself. Because before coming here, I realized I was um, very critical of my thoughts, very judgmental. I'll constantly tell myself, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't think this, you shouldn't feel this, this isn't good, uh, you know, you should feel ashamed, you should feel anxious, you, should, you need to change it, you need to make a drastic change, otherwise it's bad for you, otherwise uh, it, <laughs> you will lose career opportunities, you will lose relationship opportunities, you will lose things that society would would you know grant you if if you don't if if your personality isn't like this and so that that trained me to think in a way that i have to
be a certain person. So I would not accept parts of myself. But once you come here, you start to learn that um, that's how, how dangerous that is to you. That you, you're really unhappy living like that. It's really, it's really unhappy. It's like, it, it, it's, an, it's an imprisonment. You're, you're a prisoner to, to society. Society tells you that you need to feel like this, and it's basically telling you don't accept yourself. You have to be like this, otherwise you can't be happy. In order to be happy, you have to, you ha you have to not accept yourself which is contradictive and I came here and I realized um, whether or not I think about bad things, whether or not I feel bad emotions or positive even, they, they just they come and they go. They never, la they never last forever. Sometimes I would feel extreme just anger or extreme depression or isolation or loneliness but they would and, and at that very moment, I will always think that they will last forever. I will always think that. And I always think, ah, oh, this is the worst emotion. I wish it would just go away. Like, like, I will believe in never, like I will believe that it doesn't go away. But eventually, it always does. And, and, that, and I think that's the best opportunity, is that when you do nothing, you realize that it does go away. But when you do do something, you, you don't realize that. You're doing, your attention is something else. And you, and, you're always kept in this illusion that when you have bad emotions, it's, it's, it's like a red alert. You had to do something, otherwise it'll just keep coming in and, and it'll destroy everything. But with patience and with mindfulness and with the opportunity to, to have no distractions and, but to fully um, introspect and look at yourself and confront yourself, you realize that Thoughts and emotions, they, they come and go, which is, you know, impermanence. That's, that's, yeah. And, uh, and, and sometimes, I, sometimes I will feel extremely happy. Sometimes I feel like, this is it, I found my happiness, I'm ready to go. I don't, I don't need to be here, I know all the answers. And the next day I will feel extremely, just, just reach the other end of the uh, emotional scale. I feel just hopelessness, frustration. Like everything I've learned was lost. Like why? Like uh, sometimes I would think to myself, "This is too difficult for me. I would never reach that stage of happiness. I would just always be imprisoned by, you know, negativity and, and suffering. This is ridiculous. You know, I, I would I would sleep in a cave <laughs> with, you know, more than I, I think more than a hundred mosquito bites by now, with the with the chance of actually getting some diseases and uh, sleeping less than eight hours which is actually it actually isn't it isn't that bad by now but you know at first it was it was a lot is too much of a challenge for me but you realize whether if it's positive experiences or negative experiences nothing stays forever so why bother trying to do those things that make you feel like you know, you've reached a certain stage where you're just fully content. Because that stage, I don't think that stage ever exists in society anyway. Society tells you that you do these things, and once you reach them, there's this eternal happiness, and you just reach it, and then you're just content. That's your ticket. 
but that never happens. You do all those things, but internally you've never, you don't know the truth. You don't, you, you, you still feel this sort of disharmony and this, this gap and this sort of, this, the sense of lack. And, uh, and it's when you realize that, that certain emotions and thoughts, they're just not satisfying, in a sense. Yeah, that's the thing, they're not satisfying. Uh, you know, so I've let, once you stay here for a while, you let go of some things because you realize the things that you're, you're clinging on to back home. I mean, sure, they're good, but they're also using up a lot of your attention and energy that are not necessary, that are not ultimately conducive to your happiness. They don't add any more happiness. Um, they don't really make it eternal. In fact, they actually add more addiction because the more you experience them, the more you want it because you get used to, um, you know, some, some of the things that I would do at home or, or back in the West, I would do them and um, sure, they make me happy, but I would expect them to make me happier the next time. And it's just a constant cycle and I would get tired of them and then I move on. And that's, that's, that's like a, that's kind of like a tug-of-war of life. You, you know, you, this happiness, and you try, to, you try to pull it towards you, but then it keeps on going away. And you try to pull it towards you again, it keeps on pulling away. It never, you never, you never just sort of relax. You always want something for yourself. And you're resistant to something else that you don't want. Once you come here, you just, you just let go. You let go, you, you just tell yourself, stop playing the game. You don't want to play the tug-of-war anymore, you just... Whatever. And it's not a sense of carelessness or ap apathy, but it's a sense of clarity. You're really clear on the true nature of your emotions and, and thoughts. And, uh, and, you, and you realize what's good for you, what's good for others, what's bad for you and what's bad for others. And, uh, and, and that's it. So those, those are the things that that I've learned majorly and I really don't hope I, I really hope that I don't um, forget them when I go back home which I won't I don't I don't think I, I, I will because a lot of the things that I learned it's it's too major for me to forget it's it's too big for me to forget it's I think it's already been <laughs> internalized inside of me uh, the fact that emotions come and go, thoughts come and go, to have that, to, act, to actually have that experience, it's, it's much more different than, than to read about it in a book. Because I knew about it. I knew everything that, that I know now before I came here. I, I, like everything I'm telling you now, I, would, I, I, I had the ability to tell you back at home before anything happened. Because I had read about it. I knew everything that, I knew the basics of, of, of Buddhism. I knew the basic results that you get from meditation. Um, I read a lot about philosophy, about society. I knew, I knew a lot of things about how to live a good life. But obviously it's different. Something is different here. You get the actual experience. I mean, to know something intellectually, you don't really know it. 
you just have the information, but you don't you don't internalize it, you don't digest it completely. You can just regurgitate just from memory, but when you actually experience it, you you it's a sort a sort of merge, sort of fusion with that knowledge. You you embody that knowledge now. You're you're the personification of of what you've learned, and so. So yeah, I mean, I, I would I would really urge the people who are really interested in Buddhism not to just read about it, because you can read a million books about Buddhism, know every single little thing, but I will guarantee you that you that the results that you get from reading it would not be as good as someone who 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 never knew anything about Buddhism but just meditated for 21, 20 days or even ten days, and had the direct experience of what you read. That's that's the most important thing I've learned. Well, one of the most important things I've learned is that you have to get direct training, you have to get meditation, um, and you have to have uh, a teacher to guide you, which I was fortunate enough to, to be with a very good one. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it. That's basically the answer that I would give in terms of what I've learned and the experiences and the things I've gained here. So, yeah, thank you for uh, listening in, if you are.